Hey guys, good to be here. It's a good morning. I'm glad you wrote that scripture. It's a good morning. <laughs> God saying it's a good morning. <laughs> so yeah, uh, guys, uh, thank you, Robin, for the songs you chose, and I love them, and it really helped us to to get close to Him. So we are going to start a new series these uh, next four weeks, and it is about the. It's titled. Eating with Jesus. Eating with anybody is fun, isn't it? Yeah? <laughs> and like, uh, like um, uh, James brought today, like, God's given us food, and like, we enjoy it, and eating together, like, is a fun thing to do. So, uh, yeah, we're doing four of them, and uh, I'm just doing the first one. And uh, let's see what God's going to say to us. And... Uh, what he's going to bring to us from his word. I'm going to quickly pray that uh, for this the whole, whole series. Lord Jesus, thank you that uh, you, uh, you are speaking to us about eating with you. And Lord, that is, that is our heart, Lord, to, to communicate with you, to talk to you, to listen to you, eat with you. It's, it's a joy, Lord. And I pray, Lord, that through these uh, four weeks that um, we will hear you clearly, that we, like... Uh, like like the young ones had their personal experience, that we, each one of us, will have the personal experience of, of hearing from you, time with you, Lord. Lord, thank you for your word, Lord. Yeah, it's a lamp unto our feet. We sang about it, Lord. Thank you so much, Jesus. We celebrate you, and yeah, be with us as we look to your word today. And um, yeah, just use my words, Lord, to encourage people. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, guys. So, yeah, so we're going to have four sessions where we're going to talk about the different times when Jesus ate with people. It's going to be good. Um, in the Bible, eating together is mentioned several times. You, 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 I'm sure you gathered. And uh, it's, it's, I, I, we feel like God wants us to remind us eating together is, is something that he wants us to look, look into. Uh, eating with someone in the Bible spoke of friendship, it speaks of acceptance, it, it speaks of valuing people, it speaks of honoring people and honoring, like when you uh, uh, cook and, and prepare and, and do all of that stuff to uh, eat together, it honors people and it, it blesses people. So um, it's something that, uh, that uh, where genuine, where community is built and, and encouraged and relationships are cultivated. So, um, on a practical side, so we, like, uh, like I just said, um, God has given us food. God has given us uh, all kinds of amazing things. And like, now I will not talk about the mangoes in Sri Lanka. <laughs> Every time I come here, I kind of say something. About it. But like God's given us so much to like enjoy in the way of food. And uh, 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 like, the, the vast amount, like, he could have given us just some food that we just need, but that's not God. That's, God gives us, like, such a variety, and, like, in each, each geographic location, different types of food are, are, becomes the, the norm, becomes the, the staple, and it's amazing. Like, when you look into that, it's, it's quite, quite an exciting thing, like, what, what God has done with food. And eating together, what, what we... we um, we enjoy food, eating together, but eating together also, we, um, 
get time to spend with each other. We get time to develop our relationship. We get time to uh, talk and, and share our experiences and share our journey. And like, I find it like amazing to, to, um, to hear of people's, people's experiences and journeys. And uh, uh, one, of the, one, of the, one of the things that we, we love doing, Imana, is like have the community groups coming in and having a meal together. Man, it is so much fun. We've like had so much fun times together. And uh, I remember one Christmas, we had so many people. Uh, John and John Warren was on the door at the door because it's too many people in the kitchen. We got this small kitchen, so <laughs> it was. But it was so much fun. We had so much laughter and so much joy. And yeah, like you, you in that in that uh, in that environment, people like are humorous. They bring jokes. They bring stories. We play games. It's it's awesome. It's amazing. But it also gives time for building a relationship so that we can talk to each other, we can get to know each other, we can uh, listen and hear and, and pray for each other. And, and it's a good thing. So, yeah, I mean, I, I love it when uh, we have the boys over, and like because they are all away now studying at uni and stuff, and uh, it's, it's amazing. It's hard to get together, to be honest, <laughs> in one place. Like, my own family, like, we haven't got together as a family for a long time. Man, I can't even remember. It's, it's just like, ah, oh, it, it's not easy. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's, yeah, I, I remember times with, uh, uh, with family. Like, I remember times with my dad. Uh, I would, uh, he, he worked away from home for, for in the weekdays and came home uh, for the weekend for a season of time. And during school holidays, I would go spend time with him. And he would make food and, like, would really, like, chat. And it's, I, I was a small kid. But I still remember those times, the beautiful times when, like, just him and me just chatting. And just I would ask 100 questions, and he would say, like whatever, so it's it, it, those times have been brilliant, and even now, like when I go to Sri Lanka, I uh, I go and spend time with my mom, and like uh, one of the things that he, she would say, like oh, like well, come and have a meal with me, because she feels like when I have a meal with her, I'm spending time with her. She feels like I give enough time, and that, and she loves to make like something that I like, and um, yeah, we all love eating together, and we all love. We all need, actually, isn't it? We need communication. We need relationship. We need people to listen to us, share our stories. It was, it was, it was amazing this time uh, when we, Emma and I went. We, uh, I'm going on too much about this, but this is this is this is in, this is good. <laughs> uh, Emma and I went to Sri Lanka, and uh, we were we were in our in our family home, and we had our my nephew and niece. They were talking about stuff, and they were. They had been in the, I don't know if you guys have uh, been hearing the news about protests going on in Sri Lanka, like thousands of people coming to the capital and, and protesting about stuff um, the government was doing. And they were talking about like how they'd been there. <laughs> Whoa, it was like scary, but that's, that's them. And that's, that's what's amazing about it. Like we he, get to hear about stories like that. So yeah. Uh, what, I, what Jesus is uh, kind of reminding, I feel, today is like, 
it is a time to have face-to-face -face conversation. It is a time that we can uh, talk to each other. And Jesus, like it says in um, Revelation 3.20, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and eat with him and he with me. He loves to do that. He is knocking at the door. And like, there's this picture uh, that someone's drawn. The handle to open the door is on your side. So you got to open the door for him to come in. So, yeah, because he, he wants to communicate. He wants to listen to us. He wants us to listen to him. He's got so much to talk to you about. So, all that was introduction. <laughs> I've gone through half the time. <laughs> the scripture today I'm talking from is Matthew 9, 9 to 12. And it's about Matthew, the tax collector, being, uh, uh, Jesus calls him, says, follow me and be my disciple. So I'm going to read from the ESV. And if you guys could follow, if you guys want to take your Bibles and follow for a second, it'll be great. As Jesus was walking along, he saw a man named Matthew sitting at his tax collector's booth. Follow me and be my disciple, Jesus said to him. So Matthew got up and followed him. Later, Matthew invited Jesus and his disciples to his home as dinner guest, along with many tax collectors and other disreputable sinners. But the Pharisees saw this. When the Pharisees saw this, they asked his disciples, Why does your teacher eat with the scum, such scum? When Jesus heard this, he said, Healthy people don't need a doctor, sick people do. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to read in the message as well. It's. it's, it's it's quite interesting. Passing along, this from the message, the same passage. Passing along, Jesus saw a man at his work collecting taxes. His name was Matthew. Jesus said, come along with me. Matthew stood up and followed him. Jesus, later, when Jesus was eating supper at Matthew's house with his close followers, a lot of disreputable characters came and joined them. When the Pharisees saw him keeping his, this kind of company, they had a fit and lit into Jesus' followers. What kind of example is this from your teacher, acting cozy with crooks and misfits? Jesus overhearing shot back, who needs a doctor, the healthy or the sick? So, what's the scripture saying today for us today? Just a quick, a quick um, introduction to Matthew. Matthew wrote the Gospel of Matthew, but uh, when... Jesus called him to be his disciple. He was a tax collector. Uh, being a tax collector at that time uh, meant that he was an agent of the Roman Empire. They, they were, tax collectors were unpopular with the Jewish people. Uh, they were distrusted because they had the reputation for collecting more taxes than what was required and pocketing the difference. That was the reputation. I mean, uh, you guys would have heard... Uh, you may remember about uh, like Zacchaeus. He was a tax collector, wasn't he? He, 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 he it was clear in, in that he was like he was he was crooked, <laughs> and he dis and when D Jesus called him and uh, he actually his life changed and he said he was gonna give away the stuff that he's taken. So it was yeah, people didn't trust tax collectors and they had a bad reputation. But Jesus called him. He chose him to be his disciple. Jesus wanted him to be his disciple. I was just like thinking like, you know what? Jesus called everyone, every, you are all here because Jesus called you. 
he has called you to be his disciple. And uh, were, we, were we like, did he call us because we were, we were all righteous people? No, we were in different places. We were, it was all because of his grace that we have been called. It is because of his love that we are, that's what we've been singing about. It is, it is he who called us. It is his love, his death on the cross, his death and resurrection is what gives us the ability or the, the, uh, the gift of salvation to come to him and, and know him as our, as our savior and know the father as our father. So, um, so here we see Matthew is inviting Jesus for a meal together with his friends. Matthew is creating, uh, Matthew is creating a space for Jesus to speak to his friends and for his friends to speak to Jesus. You know, his friends were like, like the scripture says, disreputable guys. <laughs> but um, uh, that didn't matter to Jesus. What mattered to Jesus was like people were hearing the good news. So, uh, um, and, and in this situation, Matthew wanted uh, for his friends to get to know Jesus, and Jesus wanted to be there. It was honoring to Jesus, and it was, Jesus being there was honoring to Matthew. So, um, that the whole thing of eating together was something that um, Matthew created space for for them to communicate, for have to have face-to-face conversation, to know, get to know Jesus, and for Jesus to get to know Matthew's friends and to get to know Matthew. Um, after this, so when Jesus called Matthew and he became a disciple, so his life completely changed. He couldn't go back into being a, being a tax collector. That He walked away from that, and he... His life completely changed. He, the rest of the time, he spent with Jesus until Jesus' death and resurrection. And then uh, some commentaries say, like, he, after he wrote the Gospel of Matthew, he uh, went as a missionary to, some, some, some says went to India, some says he went to Ethiopia. Don't know where he went. But he's gone somewhere <laughs> to evangelize. And some say he died a, a martyr's death. Some say he, he, he just died of natural causes, but don't know. But his life was dedicated to him. And uh, I guess like our lives are, are kind of similar in, in the sense like uh, we, we, we know God as our savior and it's completely different to what, who we were. I, I know my life like has never been the same since I was born again. It's never been... Uh, I, have, I did backslide for a long time because I just didn't, uh, 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 yeah, I was just a dummy. <laughs> backslid for ages. And uh, I'm, I, I'm, but God, in his mercy, he, like the prodigal son, I was the one who got back home. So we all are on a journey with him. And uh, it, it, is, it is about him and it is about his... Um, about him is salvation. So what is the relevance of this scripture for us today? What is Jesus saying for us today? What are we going to take home today? Um, Jesus says, if anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and eat with him and he with me. Jesus wants to spend time with you. I mean, I, I know it is, do you think, 
Am I, am I just saying the obvious? But am I also reminding myself I need to give, be consistently spending time with God. I need to give time to God. I need to, I need to um, listen to him, spend quiet time in the quiet place. I need to read his word. I need to pray. I need to give thanks. All these things are my understanding of like spending time with him, opening our lives to him and he coming, him coming in, in and and knowing and we are walking with him. To me, it is about, I am the wine, you are the branches. And that connection, maintaining that connection is by us opening our hearts to him and letting him come in and spending time with him. And his word, like, I know we, we you might have heard a million times, but a million times is not enough to say, like, spend time with his word, read his word, meditate, Memorize, that is him speaking, our dad speaking to us. We so need it. I so need it. I need his word. And like the more and more, like, like we, when we do uh, the uh, family service, we, everyone brings their perspective on it. And like h- how amazing it is. Like it is like in every season of everyone's life, it is still alive. It is, his word is so alive, like it speaks to us now. I mean, this happened 2,000 years ago, but it speaks to us now. So spend time with his word. Spend time worshiping him. Spend time giving him thanks. Spend time for what he's doing. He's doing something new. And spend time just listening to him. Um, yeah, my, my, my struggle is to be consistent. And uh, uh, I'm getting better at it, but be consistent. Try and spend time, spend time listening to him. Try and spend time in his word. You'll never regret it. So Jesus is also saying, are you thinking about or are you remembering the people who don't know me? I felt like God's, impressing upon me like like so there are people who are our friends but who don't know Jesus who, whose lives are uh, on a different direction because they don't know Jesus and uh, are we thinking about speaking about the good news to them I'm sure we are I am for myself I have I have a lot of friends who are who are not believers and I've known them for a long time, and I, like, it's a cry of my heart, like, give me an opportunity to speak to them. And sometimes God gives me opportunities, and I mess them up. But, like, but he, he will give opportunities, and keep praying that God gives you opportunities to speak to your friends. And when he does give opportunities, um, pray that you have the courage to do it, because sometimes it's not easy, isn't it? It's not easy to speak because my what, my what my fear is like, will they reject me or will they, will they kind of um, uh, will not want to be my friend anymore? Take the risk. See what God does. Yeah, take the risk. It's God who does it. Take the risk. See what he does. Um, sharing a meal together with a friend is an amazing time to build a relationship. So 
next time when you do it with a person who is not a believer, maybe ask God to give you an opportunity in that time when you're face-to-face communicating with them, when you're face-to-face sharing life with them, that he gives an opportunity to speak speak about the good news, speak about Jesus. And... uh, Further on into the, into the, into the passage, uh, Jesus says, uh, it is the, the sick who, need, who needs a, a physician. And, and uh, uh, in, in Phil Moore's book about uh, Straight to the Heart, he talks about, like, what about, what about your church? How, how do you look at people coming in who are not believers? How do you, how do you kind of love them and handle, love them and support them in it? I was, I was thinking, like, is this something that we even think about? Are we, we thinking about, like, are we, are we a church that we are so friendly and loving and gracious? Are we? Yes, we are. <laughs> yes, guys, we are. We really are. We really are. And uh, we can only get better. But God wants to get better. And uh, God wants to bring people in, and, and they, when they come in, that we, they'll feel welcome. They'll feel, they'll know his grace. They'll know him. They'll hear his words. They'll hear his kindness and compassion and feel what his faithfulness. And people will uh, give their lives to him. So I'm going to quickly wrap things up. As a takeaway, everything that we that we um, everything that we do for God comes from a place of us spending time with Him. So whatever you do, the most important thing is that you spend time with Jesus. You listen to Him. You hear Him. What He's saying. It's from that place that we can invite people and we can share the gospel. So first of all, he's at the door, he's knocking. Open, open the door. Open the, heart, the door of your heart to him. Let him come in. Let him talk to you. Let him listen to him. Spend time with him. Worship him. Then look for opportunities to share him. Invite a friend who doesn't know Jesus this time. How about that? Can I leave, give you this challenge? Invite a person, invite a friend who doesn't know Jesus to your home, maybe this summer, and pray that God will give you an opportunity to speak of Jesus. Pray that you'll be able to share the gospel, the good news of Jesus. Pray that somehow the conversation goes there. Somehow that... Um, you get a chance to share Jesus. Jesus wants to be, Jesus wants to commune with them. They haven't started to believe yet, but you could be the one. You could be the person for the first time in their lives hearing the good news. You never know. So take the risk, look, look for people to say, you know, I was just uh, remembering, we've got these, so many of these there. I haven't even looked at it properly. <laughs> but this is, this is a good way, it's a good, good tool to open a conversation about, about, about Jesus, about the gospel. So it says, like, God loves me. I have sinned. Jesus died for me. I need to decide to live for God. Very simple. 
And I, I, was, I was glad, like, uh, Robin brought the song. He came from heaven to earth to show the way. <laughs> that's, that's what it is. He came from heaven to earth to show the way. So, and he wants everyone to know him. Uh, yeah, take opportunities. Take the opportunity of uh, opening your home to people who doesn't know Jesus and this amazing gift of sharing food and relationship and into that mix that we bring the good news and people are saved. So what is the good news? Like we sang, he came from heaven to earth to show the way, from the earth to the cross, my debt to pay, from the grave to the sky. So, for God so loved the world. This is what John 3.16 says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. Guys, the gift of salvation is amazing. And uh, I mean, I know we worshiped, we praised. It was so beautiful. And let that be the whole of your week where you are worshiping, you are praising, you are spending time with him. And it is going to bless you. It is a good thing, like James said. <laughs> yeah, so uh, take the opportunity to speak of Jesus. But first, listen to him. Ask him for opportunities to speak and be blessed. Lord, thank you. Thank you for this time, Lord. I pray that you would uh, yeah, give us opportunities, Lord, to share with our families, Lord, with our, with our brothers and sisters who don't know you, with our bigger extended families, our relations, relations, our cousins. Help us to share you, your good news, Lord. Yeah, give us opportunities, Lord. Give us opportunities to eat together with people so that we can have communion with them. We can talk to them face to face. As we learn about their stories, about their journeys in life, that we'll be able to encourage them and also share the good news of Jesus so that they will know you and they will open their hearts to you so that you can go and sup with them. You can go and eat with them. Lord, thank you. Thank you for your word. Thank you for this time. Thank you for everyone who's here. In Jesus' name, amen.